With your permission, I will end my discussion with a short discussion on Hanukkah. Hanukkah is still very fresh in our mouths. Just a week ago, we enjoyed the wonderful days of Kedusha, of Hanukkah. And I would like to put in a word about Hanukkah, and from there come to the discussion that I would like to discuss today. Now, we must know that the cycle of the year actually is a ladder that starts from Pesach and ends with Hanukkah and Purim. The holidays that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us aren't just sprinkled around here it's a Pesach and here it's a Shavuos and here it's a Rosh Hashanah, but there is a consecutive plan of growth of Am Yisrael as a whole and every Jew in particular. Pesach is the birth of the Jewish people and the rebirth of every Yid as a new year. Pesach is the day that Am Yisrael became a nation. Goy, Bekerev Goy, we immersed from the insides from Am, from Mitzrayim, and we were born on Pesach. If you notice an infant that's born, the moment of the birth is a very serious and a lot of commotion. And that's why Lil Pesach is a Seder with Matzah and Mur and Arba Kaisis. It's a wonderful night, the moment of the birth. And then through the days of Pesach, we're like an infant. An infant, you have to sterilize his food. When he's a baby of a six months old or a year old, he crawls on the floor and eats a piece, picks up a piece of bread. No one is worried. When he's an infant, he has to, everything, a germ is, 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 could be a tragedy. And on Pesach, our food is sterilized. It's the only place in the Torah we find that a mashu is, is also, there's no bitl on Pesach. And those beautiful days of purity and cherus and our birth. And then we continue to Shavuos, which is our Bar Mitzvah. When the child is Bar Mitzvah, receives upon himself the oil mitzvahs, and he grows, and he is a Godel, he is a man. And that is Shavuos. Of course, from Pesach to Shavuos, we have to train him, and those are the wonderful days of of Sirius HaOimer, and I will not go into particulars because it's not our subject. And then comes the day of the Chasana, which is Sukkot. And of course, before the Chasana, the Chasana, or we really, in this case, were born the Kala, as we had heard this afternoon, this morning. And Tshuva, purify ourselves, which is Rosh Hashanah, Aserisi made Tshuva, and Yom Kippur, that we should be worthy to go into this canopy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu of Sukkot. Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Zaman Sim Choseinu. And we continue till the greatness and the epitome of greatness of Yichud, which is Sim Chastayr, Shmini Atzeres, as Chazal tell us, 
small Suda, just like Kodesh Baruch and his Jewish people. Which this is the epitome of our greatness. And afterwards comes the Hanukkah. Now this is a puzzle. How can Hanukkah be appreciated as a rung higher, as an advanced greatness after Rosh Hashanah, after a Yom Kippur? What is there to add after the Hashem Holakim that we scrimped on Yom Kippur that wonderful night of Ne'ilah? And what is there to add after that Simchas Torah well, we embraced the Sefer Torah and Chazal tell us, Torah da kutsha berichu. Kaviyochu, we embrace Hashem Yisbarach and we dance and we kiss Hashem Yisbarach on that greatest day which where everything comes down leads to that Simchas Torah, that Shemini Yatzeret. And we continue to the greatness of Hanukkah. What great beauty, what great beauty and what advanced greatness lies in Hanukkah. Now, off the subject, I always understand for myself, which is not the subject I want to introduce today, the advanced greatness of Hanukkah is as follows. We find that Chazal tell us, Yom Chasunasoy, the day of the wedding, Yom Simchas Liboy, the day of the happiness of his heart. And Chazal tell us, Yom Chasunasoy, was the day of Matan Torah. That sixth day of Sivan, that was the day that was the Hasana, the wonderful wedding as we had heard this morning so beautifully. The Yom Simchas Liboy, Zuhi Yom HaKomas HaMishko. At that day when Hashem gave the permission to the Am Yisrael, the mitzvah of erecting the Mishkan. Now, if you see a couple, a man and wife, which have Seichel and understanding. And they are getting married. This is Yom Chasun the day of their wedding. But this is not the day of Simchas Libam. Because when they're under the chuppah, they're worried. They're not really sure what is going to be the outcome of this wedding. Now, we were together, we were Chasun Kala, two actors, an actor and actress. Every time we met each other, we put on a beautiful tie, she put on her best dress. They acted the best. They were so nice to each other. And of course, the day of the wedding, and well over the Shemebrachis. And it's wonderful, we're happy together. But he's a practical person. What am I going to do? And how am I going to control myself when she burns my best food that I like for the third or fourth time? And the same, she, she is worried, what's going to be with this wedding? When the time comes when couples, healthy couples, are going to, have the, are going to fight a little bit, maybe that will be the end. Is it true happiness? The day of happiness comes after the first fight, and it's a good one, it's a serious one, and they make up, and they get together again, that's Simchas Libra. Yom Chasun also was Matan And then Am Yisrael, as we heard this morning, described so beautifully, made the Egil. And that was something very, very serious. As worse as can be. And afterwards, Hashem brought us back and put His Shekhinah with us. And we came together with the Mishkan. That's the Chasnibot. That proved 
that this unity is forever. And that is Hanukkah. Because Simchas Torah, which is after Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, we blew the shofar, and, and shofar is, 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 is a utensil that makes explosions. Takiyah, the Gemara says, kind of go, that, 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 should, should, he put his head in the Kizachuchas, but Toka boy Vishogre, Takiyah is something that explodes. It broke open the Jewish heart. And the young people, we screamed, Hashem, all the kim. And I said, Chaskar, we dance with the Sefer Torah. Yom Chasr Nasr. And then we arrived to Hanukkah. And we went back into our everyday life. And Yovon, all Greek atmosphere, all Greek teachings, which are relevant to today, Choyshech, Chazal tell us, darkness of Pnei Sahoyim, Choyshech zu Yovon. And in this darkness, we found a light, we found a candle, we found a Hanukkah. Within the darkness of our Golas, the darkness of our everyday life, we can find light, we can find beauty, we can find closeness to Hashem. This is the greatness of Hanukkah. Now, this is how I try to appreciate the Indian of Hanukkah. But I would like to add something very important today. What is the beauty of Hanukkah as an addition, as something extra, something greater, a round higher than Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, even Sukkot and Shemini Many years ago, and this goes back just about three and a half, almost four thousand years, there was a fight and a a wrestle between Yaakov Avinu and that ish, that story shall Esau. Yaakov Avinu met up by Yaovek Ish Iman. And a man who he met by Yavosa Yaakov Mavadok. He met up with this man. And this man, Chazal tell us, is a very personal, very important personality in world history. To quote Chazal, Hu ha Satan, Hu ha Malach Moves, Hu ha Yitzhar, Hu Sarishal He is the Yitzhar, and he is the Sar of Esau. And that night. They fought, and Chazal tells it was a wrestle, via Ovek and the offer, and the dust went up, just when people wrestled, the dust went up, at to the heavens of heavens of heavens. And they fought out all the wars that the Jewish people will have until the end of days, until when Mashiach will come. And our father Yaakov won the war. And he saw, Esav saw that the end, we, Am Yisrael, will win and the Shachar will come to us. But the Torah tells us 
That even though Yaakov Avinu overpowered the Yetzirah, overpowered all evil powers that around the world, which was that fight of that wonderful great night, but he did. He he harmed Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu was. He was completely healthy, but not completely. He was till the morning land. The morning came, Mashiach came, everything came back. But he was limping, the Moshe of the Torah. Now, I'm going to quote words which I shouldn't quote, because these are Kabbalistic expressions which I don't know anything about. But I will quote the word and try to derive a very important idea. The Mekubalim that try to analyze, don't try, they analyze with their deepness, with their depth, their understanding. What exactly was Sarish al-Esav able to penetrate and to take away from Yaakov till Mashiach comes? And we know that Kabbalistic speaking, there are seven important midas that the Melech discussed, L'Chor Hashem HaGadullah, V'HaGavurah, V'Hatiferes, V'Hanitzach, V'Hahot. And the Mekubalim tell us these words, and I won't explain the words because I don't know how to explain them, that Sarish al that Yetzirah, penetrated and took away, to a certain extent, Something which is called Hoid. Hoid is translated as glory, as beauty. Hoid vahod. This is end quote. Maybe there are people sitting in this audience that have an appreciation and understanding to understand what is this all about. But I will explain it in my simple way, as a simple Jew. What is this trying to tell us? And I think it's simpler than we might think. We live in a world, and I'm talking about the audience sitting here. We have appreciation for greatness. We have appreciation for truth. We know, we know where the truth lies. And we know where substance of teichen, true teichen lies. We know what is good and what is bad. But there is something which will Hashem created in this world, which is called, in Hebrew it's called Yoifi, in English it's called beauty. There is something in the world called simple chitzayi, outward beauty. I think we must admit, everyone sitting here, that we fall and are impressed by a beautiful bow tie. I would like to see the person who sees a very handsome young executive with very polished shoes and polished hair, shiny shirt, walking in. It's impressive. Now, we know that this person can be a fraud. 
This person could be a robber. We know the Mafianics looked exactly like that. We read it in the papers. There was no one who doesn't fall captive for a beautiful bow tie. And it's more than a bow tie. The beauty of knowledge. We can't be sitting in a, with a group of Tamid Chachomim. We can be sitting with a group of Lomdim, of Bali Avoideh. And a gentleman walks in and they say, well, he's a doctor. Everyone has their heads. A doctor. He's a professor. He's a physicist. He has a bachelor's degree. There is no one, and I would like to see the person, the tzaddik and the kodesh, that is not impressed by a high degree. And Chazal put in these words, Yavon, Greece, is called, is a grandson of Yefes. Yefes was one of the three sons of Noach. And Yefes is called, Yefes, it's a play on the word Yofi. He is the one that captured beauty in our world. The day he captured it was when Sarashel Esau fought with Yankif, and Yankif won everything. If you're looking for heart, if you're looking for mind, if you're looking for the substantial truth, you'll find it by Yankif. If you're looking for beauty, then you go to Yom. We're not looking for beauty. For that, for, for silliness. Sheker hachem, behevel ha-yayfi. But where is Yayfi? Where is Yayfi? By Yom. That's where the beauty lies. And we all fall. We say ourselves, I'm not looking for beauty. I'm not looking for it. I'm looking for truth. Then you go to the Jewish people. But if you're looking to have a beautiful life, then what is winking to us and what is shining lights is Yoifi Shal Yefes. Rabbi Sai, I would like to tell you a beautiful medrash. Now, well, maybe I'll put up the message just for two minutes. I'd like to first continue one more point. Yovon captured the beauty of the world. It's interesting that really we need beauty for terror. Now let me tell you what I mean. Hashem Yisbarach created, let us say for instance an apple most famous of fruits, the meat of the apple, that's what's nourishable, that's what's tasty, and the apple needs a shell. Now this shell is beauty. Hashem put the apple on the tree, and when the apple is unedible, Hashem painted the shell green. It doesn't, doesn't talk to you. You don't even see it. It's, in, it's with all the leaves. And then Hashem tells you, now we want you to eat the apple. The apple is ripe, 
it's nourishable, it's tasty, it's delicious. And all of a sudden, the shell turns a blazing red and calls to you and says, pick me and eat me. And you bite into the apple, you don't eat the shell. That's not what the nourishment is. But the shell is an outward beauty to bite into the apple. Now, I would like to explain to you a very important point. The Torah says, Yaft Elohim Yefes. The Yishkoin Shem. Way back, Noach said that Hashem should give Yaft Elohim to Yefes, and Yefes' beauty, Yafyafisa shall Yefes, the beauty of Yefes should be Ba'ol Hashem, should be in the tents of Shem. Shem, most importantly, referring to the Jewish people. And Chazal tell us, Mikan, from here we learn, that it was permitted to translate the Torah. And the first time the Torah was translated into Greek, Chazal tell us that the world was, was embraced by a darkness for three days. And this was a day which is only surpassed by the day when the Jewish people made the egg, the, 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 the golden calf. Again, it was permitted. The Pesach in the Torah. Now what does it say? It says as follows. There are many beauties in the world. One of the beauties in the world, one of the most beautiful and most attractive things by people is homeland. I think many of us have an appreciation. And I'm afraid all of us. Maybe there are some Israelis running around here which don't know what I'm talking about. To go visit Washington. Washington Monument. What's so beautiful about Washington Monument? Would you love to visit the Kremlin? Would you love to visit... Would you see any appreciation in Warsaw, the capital of, of, of Poland? But this is my homeland. I was an American boy. They took me to the Knesset. And I looked at the Knesset and I, I insulted my, 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 my host. I said, the chicken coop. And they were so insulted. The Knesset. Knesset. What's so beautiful about the Knesset? Moledet. Moledet. The homeland. What's called in Yiddish, Mamalosh. This beauty has no, has no essence. It's absolute emptiness. But it's beautiful. To such an extent, the Torah, our Torah, with its nishama, with its glory, but Esau took away two, four thousand years ago the holy the glory and we have to clothe our Torah in order that, that our, our people it should be inviting to them with a shell of Yovan with that disgusting shell which is called beautiful and when Torah is translated you read the Torah and you enjoy the Torah in Mamadosh. And of course, that day, the world was filled with a darkness for three days. But Hashem said, there's no it. I must allow it. It's beautiful. 
The language, the spoken language, English, Polish, Greek, in those days, because because someone can enjoy, there's nothing you enjoy like mamalosh. And yet this took away from us beauty. Now, in truth, Yefes did not penetrate everything in the world. There was a place in the world where beauty prevailed. And this was the Beis Hamikdash. We have no way to imagine the simple beauty of Beis Hamikdash. Chazal tell us, Eser Kavim Yoifim Nitilo Oilam. Ten measures of beauty were given to the world. Teisha Noto Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim took nine tenths of the beauty of the world. Mitziyon Michlal Yoifi. And Yerushalayim, we have no way to imagine when the Torah is trying to bring compliment the beauty of a person. The Torah says, Yofo Atasirza Novo Yerushalayim. You're as beautiful as Jerusalem. Now we have no way to imagine how beautiful Yerushalayim looked. Am I talking to that? Can I stop for a moment and describe to you just one little point in Yerushalayim, just one little point. When we in Ofakim, we made a shul, we built a shul. This goes back five years ago. We put a lot of machshove and thought not too much money, Baruch Hashem. We got a commercial artist who did it almost for very cheap. We made it, we, we decorated it, try to make it very beautiful. And to avoid our Chanukah Sabayas, one of the members of the Kila, one of the Yungalites said, so beautiful with pillars and painted windows. Yiddish, with everything Yiddish, I, I went to Chacham Yaakov Hill, I'll pick Kabbalah, we try to make everything with the how many steps there should be in the beam and how many windows there should be. Everything was... I looked up at the Rebbeinu B'chai, exactly the flags of the Shvatim, what color they were. We did everything. Mamash put a lot of machshavah and it came out, them is beautiful. And one of the one of the people, one of the Yungalites said, beautiful like the Beis Amigdash. And I, I, I blew up, you know, I don't know if you know me, but I can get angry sometimes. And I said a drush in the shul. And I said, Rabbi said. Beautiful like the Beis HaMikdash. Let me describe to you a moment. Just one little point of the Beis HaMikdash. Now we have to realize that beauty really, what creates beauty really is Neshama. The Pesach says, The most beautiful thing is a, a living person. A little baby, a child is beautiful. Rahman al-Islam, the moment a person dies, he loses his beauty. Because when something is living, Beauty is when it is in the Shem. Now I said, I just want to describe to you, in the Beis HaMikdash, what beauty lied, not in the Neshama of the Beis HaMikdash, we can't, we can't imagine, but just in the physical metals that we use in the Beis HaMikdash. The Menorah, just one little utensil, the Menorah. Chazal tell us, they took a thousand kikr of Zov. A kikr, I think, is around the 15 pounds. 15,000 pounds of Zohar, of pure gold. And they put it into the core. They put it into the mine. Not into the mine, into, how do they say it, the oven. And it was purified once. 
and it became 999. They put it again, it became 998. A thousand times they purified it. And each time it went down until it became one kika from a thousand to one. Now, there was no psoidus, there was no, there was no sand in there anymore. But there was yisoid ha'ofer, how should I describe it? When every, every, every substance in our, in our universe is, is, it has in itself substance offer, yisoid ha'ofer. The yisoid ha'ofer fell out and it shined like the sun and the, sky, and the stars. This is what we are told from people who saw it. They say, this is the physical beauty of the menorah. Imagine the spiritual beauty. We have no way to describe the beauty of Beis HaMikdash. And the most beautiful part of the Beis HaMikdash was the Koyim Godel. V'osu b'gdei Koyidish la'aran The Koyim Godel was beautiful of beauties. He was the most beautiful person that was around with his diamond breasts, with his big day kuhuna, like a Malach Hashem Tzvokos. And here started a fight between Yovon and Koyanim Gedoyim, deliberately Koyanim Gedoyim. Yovon said, well, beauty, that's mine. What right do you have to build a Yerushalayim? You walk into Yerushalayim, you want to see truth? You want to see evidence? You want to see Teichen? You walk into a yeshiva. But beauty? Beautiful clothes? Beautiful building? Pillars of marble that look like ocean waves? Chazal tell us that whoever didn't see Yerushalayim never saw beauty in his life. We never saw beauty in our life. This is mine. Yes, this is, this is mine. And they waged the war between Yefes, between Yovon, between the Greeks. And all this war was only with Kohan and Gedolim. And it's a war over beauty. And the beautiful words of Moyes Sur, Mi noisar kan kanim nasa to the roses. Because that's the fight. There was no fight over Torah. The fight was to the roses, because that's the fight. There was no fight over Torah. The fight was who the roses belong to. Yovan said, look, truth is by you, but the roses are ours. Rabbi Sai, listen to the beautiful words. I don't know how you're going to enjoy my, my, my lecture today, but just for these words, it was worth coming. The Ebenezer writes, Don't be, don't look after the wisdom of Greek. They have no fruit, only flowers. Beautiful words. Now I always thought he was telling us, Greek knowledge, which... We know, embraces everything we know, whether it's philosophy, or it's astronomy, all, 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 all knowledge. There is no fruit. There is only flowers. Now I always thought he meant to tell us, it's blossoms. Blossoms that come before the fruit. It's emptiness. And today for the first time I realized he's telling us something else. He's telling there's no fruit, but there's blossoms. 
But the beauty they have. If you're looking for blossoms, you're looking for flowers, go to Yom. And here is where Hanukkah comes in. Hanukkah, the Kohanim Gedoyim, put up a fight to prove that not only is the Torah true, not only is the Torah and mitzvahs worthy, but it's beautiful. Beauty, simple yofi, is ours. Nasa Nesla Sheshanim. Now, Rabbi, let me continue, and I will come to, 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 to the end. Really, this Machlekes went way back. Our great-great-grandfather, unquote, and our uncle Esav, he fought with Yankov Avinu, and he came with 400 people, and he wanted to destroy everything. But there was another person who tried to destroy Yankov. Arami Oyved Ovi. Arami Lovan tried to destroy everything also. He came also to Yankov. And Yankov said to him, What did I do? What are you running after me? And what did Lovan say? Lovan said such sharp words. He says, What do I want from you? I'll tell you what I want from you. Habonim bonai. Habonai is benoisai. Let us live together. Rabbi said, Yovan didn't want to destroy the Beis HaMikdash. Esau destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. Greek knowledge didn't want to destroy the Beis HaMikdash. Greek knowledge wanted one thing. Antiochus came and brought up a chazer, a pig on the sack, on, on the Mizbeach. You know what he said? He said, quote the Torah, Ki beisi beis tefillah yekorin l'chol ha'amin. The beis ha'amikdash, the beauty of the beis ha'amikdash is for all nations. The beis ha'amikdash is not exclusive for the Jewish people. You bring up your shepsalach, and I bring up my chazer. We can live together. You can be a Jew. You can have knowledge. You can have beauty. You can be in Greek. You can be an American. No contradiction. Let us get together. Habonim bonai, babonai is benaisai, v'chol And he told his son-in-law, our grandfather Yaakov, he says, I would do harm to my children? They're mine. It's all mine. Lovin said, we can live together. But our mothers understood differently. Rochel said, ki we are strangers. We have no part and partial with our father Lovan. And Lovan said, let us get together. And then, when they had to part, because Hashem told Lovan, don't start up with Yankee because I will, I will be at his side. So Lovan said, and Yaakov said, let us make a bris. And they took a pile of stones. And they gave a name to this pile of stones. The Torah says, Lovan called it Yagar Sahadusa. And Yaakov called it Gal Eid. Now Yagar Sahadusa and Gal Eid is one and the same word. It's just this is in Aramaic 
And this is in Hebrew. Yagar means a pile. Sahadusa means a witness. This is the pile of witness between each other. Novar called it, this is the pile of witness, he called it in the same words, in a different language. Yagar Sahadusa. And around 500 years ago, there was a sefer called by one of the greatest Mekubalim of all generations, the Megala Amukas, which we all heard of. The Megala Amukas says, Yagar Sahadusa, Yagar is Resh Yud Gimu, 213. In year 213, after the building of the temple, of the Beis Hamikdash, that was the year that Antiochus brought up the Chazer, the pig on the base on the on the Mizbeach. And Lovin said, Look, my dear son in law, you're running away. I said we could be together. Lovin and I could be together. There's no reason why you have to depart. But my daughter say, Rachel Imenu says, our mother Rachel, because that's the job of the mother. The mother says no. The mother who the one who feels the children says we cannot live together. And Leah says, we're strangers. So Leah says, you know what? Let us part. But there is going to be a brisk. There will be something between us. You know what? Yagar Sahadusa. I'm calling it in Aramic, in a foreign language. Because in the year 213, Antiochus will come and bring up the Chazer on the Mizbeach, and then we'll get together again. Then I'm going to be right. Until then, you build yourself your base on Migdash, you talk your Russian Kaidish, you keep apart. But on that year, I'm going to come, and the Greeks will go to the base on Migdash, and we'll be one big happy family all over again. And on your Mizbeach, there's room for a carpet Tommy and for a Chazer. There's no, there's, there's no steer, no contradiction. And Yaakov says, no, I have a different name for it. This is the pile of a witness. It's the same word. It's not the same word. It's in Lashin Kodesh. In the exclusive language of Torah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed, Meshur Abbeinu, Vayireihu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Vayireihu es ha-gilod. Gilod zu beis ha-migdosh. Yaakov says, this base on Migdosh, on the day of Yagar Sadusa, we're going to send our Kahanim Gedolim, and we're going to show you that base on Migdosh is exclusively beauty of the Jewish people of Russian Kodesh, of Kedush of Am Yisrael. And that's the fight of Hanukkah. And Abbasai, I extended your time. And I'm coming down to the point. And I started my lecture with a question. We have a ladder that starts from Pesach. And Pesach is the birth of the Jewish people. And Shavuos is our Bar Mitzvah. And Sukkot is our Chasen. And Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are those wonderful days of Yerushalayim. What is Hanukkah? Hanukkah came the day that we have to realize, and this was the fight of Hanukkah, that our Torah, our mitzvahs, not only is the truth in them, but there is where true beauty, simple beauty lies. There is nothing beautiful as our Torah. 
I'd like to quote a medrash, which I never understood till, till, till this Hanukkah. It's a medrash, you could look it up, in medrash Tehillim, Kapitel Mem Hay. And the capital starts off, Lamanatseach al Shoshanim Edus Laosef Shir Yedidus. Lamanatseach al Shoshanim. This was a song that was played on roses. Now the simple translation is that roses was one of Shoshanim, was one of the musical instruments that was formed like a rose that was being played in the base of Midrash before Shemayim. And the Medrash says as follows, this is not the Pshat, the Medrash. The Medrash says, Moshe Lemelech, there was once a king that came into a country and the people brought him a crown of gold and diamonds. A golden crown which was studded with diamonds. And the Melech said, I don't want gold, I don't want silver, I don't want diamonds. All I want is roses. And the Medrash says, that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I don't want gold, I don't want silver. All the gold is mine. All I want is roses. And this Pesach, Now this Medrash doesn't make, is a mystery. If the Melech enjoys roses, let him take the crown of gold. Let him go to, let him sell it. Go to the store and buy, buy a mountain of roses. What is the Melech te- teaching us? I don't want gold, all I want is roses. And I usually try to explain it in previous seminars, I explained it a little different, also in a different way. But today I think the Medrash is telling us follows. When they brought a crown to the king, we bring a crown to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They brought gold and silver and diamonds. They brought things of value. And this is telling us, Rebani Shalaylam, value, greatness, truth was in your Torah. And the Malach said, I don't want you to learn Torah with the realization that this is a value. This is what's good. This is what's true. I want roses. I want you to realize there is nothing beautiful besides Torah. And that is Hanukkah. The beauty of Torah. The beauty of a mitzvah. When we... Now, I think that the audience sitting here, if you realize, if you understood what I'm trying, what I'm trying to bring out, the truth is, I am talking now very high madrigas. I'm talking about very great, of extreme greatness. Extreme greatness. The heart is no Hashem alokeinus That we pray every morning, we punish Let your Torah be sweet in our mouths. We should realize the beauty of Torah, the sweetness of Torah. Tzuft vash, vash the chol of tachas what does it mean, Dvash the Chol of Tachas V'Shaynecha? Chol of milk is the most substantial food that we have. A child lives on milk, doesn't need anything more. Milk has all the vitamins. Honey is sweetness. And we don't, have, we don't need sweetness. And many of us say, 
Torah is milk. If I'd be looking for honey, I'd go other places, Rahman al-Islam. And Hanukkah teaches us that in Torah, Hashem says, I don't want your gold, I don't want your silver. Realize, realize, not only how substantially true Torah is, of how sweet and how beautiful Torah is. And this is something that we acquire by putting ourselves into Torah. And I feel that I can say, what is the core message that we try, these three days, to teach us, to introduce to us, besides all the beautiful machshavis, the beautiful ideas, and the halacha lemaisa, The Yatsi V'nochoin Torah is correct. V'nochoin V'kayom The Yoshar is straight. V'neamon It's true. V'ohu V'chovi V'nechmod V'noyim But the greatest greatness is V'toy V'yofer How beautiful Torah is. V'yofer How beautiful Torah is. How beautiful Torah can be. And this is what Hashem wants from us. And this was the fight of Chanukah. Hashem created a Beis HaMikdosh. And in the Beis HaMikdosh, this is one of the most important introductions that Hashem introduced to us in the Beis HaMikdosh. In the whole world, we saw how Torah is V'yatsiv, Nochoin, Kayom, Yoshor, Nehmon, even Ohuv, even Chovit. When you walk through the Beis HaMikdosh, you saw Beis Torah is also Yofit. And you were so enthused by the beauty of Torah that you grasped the Torah and you, you bit into the apple and you reached Ruach HaKodesh. The beauty of, of Loshon HaKodesh Torah in its original beautiful form. Not clothed in, in Yofyofisa Shalyetis. And Hanukkah teaches us, within the darkness of Yovon, we can light our candle, as the king says, I don't want your gold, I don't want your silver, I want you to realize that there's roses in Torah, that there's beauty in Torah. And I really, I can, I can introduce I really think that this was the object why the Brazil Zion brought it together these three days. That Torah is true. That Torah is Yatsiv, is Yoshar. Everyone knows that. Everybody knows that. We all know that. But to realize the beauty of Torah. How beautiful Torah can be. How beautiful Mayneshoma can be. How beautiful Ayid can be. We can find beauty, we can find Olam Hazar, we can find roses within Yiddishkeit. Within Yiddishkeit. That's where the true beauty lies. And it's not easy. We live in a world of Choshech. We live in a world of darkness. Each and every one of us, we are so addicted 
to Yavon, to what Greek, what Greek tells us. It's hard for me to elaborate. We teach our children Torah. We teach them Chumash because here is where there's truth. But if we have to entertain them, we have to give them normal, what you call healthy children, we have to give them all the trash from Yohan. At least the children's stories. Little Red Riding Hood, Cinderella. That's where beauty is. <laughs> Rabbi Sai, I really will ask my forgiveness from this audience. Sitting here, Gedele Yisrael, Choshele people. Excuse me if I erupt my, my cuss, my anger sometimes. You spoke, you're not supposed to get angry. I was driving in the car a few months ago, right after a seminar. And I, many times I tried to discuss this, this point, and I was speaking to a family, very, very nice people. And there was a driver, the driver happened to be a Jewish man. I wasn't even talking to him. And I was talking to, 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 to this family. Why do we have to give our children all this trash? This, Today, especially, we have so much, so much beauty, so many beautiful books, Sipur Tzadikim. And this, this man, a Jewish man, happens to be semi-religious. He spoke up. And excuse me, I'm quoting. I shouldn't quote in a, in a Mechubatika place. He says all those books, those story books, they're just their moral. This was his words. And I said to him, you know, their moral. I'm going to tell you two stories. And you tell me, where is the beauty and where is the moron? Listen to a story, Rabbi Sai. And this is what we call moron. You know what moron is? I think you don't know the word moron. Moron means idiotish. I'll tell you a story that I heard from my mommy. Which people, you know, it's v'chinyokish. You know what v'chinyokish means? You'll excuse me for taking up your, your wonderful time. It was in Leil Seder. The Blevitzat Batichiva comes to the Seder and he says, I'm not going to the Seder unless I have Turkish tabak, tabak, tur- tur- Turkish tobacco, unless I have a Persian silk kerchief and a piece of bread. Rebbe, Turkish tobacco, it's against the law. Persian scarves, it's against the law. A piece of bread, it's a Pesach. I'm not going to the Seder. And the Hasidim run from house to house, and an hour goes by, and there's such a pile of Turkish tobacco. And another hour goes by, such a pile of Persian purchases. And two hours go by, Rebbe, we can't find a crumb of chametz in a Yiddish home. And the Bishu and the Blavid Bishop picks up his eyes to Hashem is back. And he says, Rebbeinu Shalayla. The Tsar, the Kaiser, put soldiers on, on, the ba- on, on the boundaries. And whoever brings Turkish tobacco into the country goes, into, goes to Siberia. And look how much Turkish tobacco I have just from Bagdichel. And puts policemen on the borders. And look how many Persian scarves. And you don't have policemen. There's no Sanhedrin, 
There's no Malkus, just two words in the Torah, and all of Baditcha are doing one crumb of Chomet. And he says, This is Mora. Now I'll tell you a beautiful story, enlightenment. There was once a little girl called Little Red Riding Hood. And she went to visit her grandma. And she met the wolf. And the wolf says, Little Red Riding Hood, where are you going? I'm going to the... Can I continue? Grandma, what big eyes you have. They're better to see you, my dear. This is enlightenment. This is beauty. This is greatness. Without this, our children are backwards. And Hashem says, when you tell this Hasidah story to your children, I don't want gold. I don't want silver. I want roses. Realize that here is where roses are. Here is where beauty is. This is beautiful. When you give your child an estrich, this is beautiful. This is where beauty lies. When you teach your child the story of Yosef and the brothers, this is tyrant. This is beautiful. And this is Hanukkah. And each and every one of us were given from Hashem in our mouths to taste, to taste honey. But you know what happens? You people are Americans. You don't know what harif is. You don't know what it means to eat something sharp. But I know. If I eat harif, when Leo Shabbos comes in, when Shabbos evening comes in, and I take the first bite of challah, and I dip it into real tame and a harif, and I eat once and twice, my wife brings the gefilte fish. It's hard for me to describe. My wife's gefilte fish is the messiahs for my grandmother. And I don't taste it. I don't taste it. My wife has messiahs for my mother, how to make potato kugel. I don't taste it. All there is is harif. My mouth is burning. And most del- all the delicacies of Shabbos Kodesh, I don't taste it because my mouth is burning. And that's what Rabbi Tabla said. If you want to see how beautiful Torah is, 40 days, just don't fill up your mouth with this trash. Just don't eat that harif. That's all. Just your mouth should be cleaned. And you'll see how beautiful a black Gemara can be. How beautiful a mitzvah can be. How beautiful a Hasidish story can be. How beautiful Torah can be. How beautiful your neshama can be. How beautiful your children can be. You'll see their beauty lies. And that's what Hanukkah gave us. Hanukkah told us that we still have in our, our life Roses. said. Don't look after the Greek knowledge. pre. They have no fruit. All they have is flowers. And Hanukkah told us those flowers are stolen from us. The fruit is ours and the flowers is ours. Our beautiful Torah. And the altar from Kelim. Someone says, what should we do in today's darkness? He says, there's nothing to do. Just say, Vayatsiv Bekadon. In the morning we should say, Emes Vayatsiv. And realize, 
ונוחוין, וקיום, ויושר, ואוהוב, ונחמוד, וחוביב. הדלישוס טוריס. וטוריס, ויופה, הביוטיפול טוריס. הביוטיפול טוריס can be if we're not just contaminated by the great darkness of Yom. And Lovin said it so many years ago, Yagar Sahadusa, the day will come, will come together again. Habonim Bonoi, Habonis Benoisai, you can send your children to Cheder, you can send your children to Besyanke, but they're all mine. They're all mine. And Yanke says, Gal Eid, Loshim Kodesh, the purity of Kedusha, the purity of Kedusha, the beauty of Kedusha is ours. All beauties are ours. And this appreciation, this will bring the Lois HaShachar, this will bring Bezer Hashem very, very soon, Melech HaMashiach.